Hey everybody and welcome to this Xbox Life episode 595 making money. I am one of your hosts Mark aka Wingman709 and uh, with me as always is the sultry sounds of my cohort Rob. Hey what's up everybody this is Rob also known as Presar on xbox live hello 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 this is kind of weird man i'm so used to giving the intro i know i was like okay make sure i do it right this week yes you're stumbling (laughs) (laughs) and they did it right so yay me woohoo success all right we can call it a success we can close out uh what episode 595 what whatever number we're on now see i didn't realize this can you believe we're almost at 600 of these things? No, that's made up. It's fake news. <laughs> yeah. We actually did like 12 episodes because, you know, we have all these audio problems, so we must be noobs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But what's not fake news is that we are not affiliated with Microsoft or the Xbox in any way. This is a show being done by fans for fans of the Microsoft Xbox. The views and opinions expressed in the show do not necessarily reflect those of Microsoft. So, um, I want to start out real quick by just saying, uh, thank you. Uh, we did get some feedback. Uh, we, we mentioned at the top of the show last week that we were trying something new. Uh, we're using that again. And I got feedback that the audio was, uh, much improved, um, from the previous week. So, um, thank you for that feedback. Um, we both listened to Rob and I both listened and thought the thought that it was, uh, uh, I, I don't know if myself, I'm not an audio file person so i thought it sounded really good um and uh, i thought everything sounded very leveled out which was like one of the biggest issues that we have um sometimes getting when you're doing everything remote and trying to use these different tools it can it can be a pain but uh yeah it seemed like it turned out really well so we're trying it again this week um and if everything goes well I, oh, maybe we'll just stick we'll, with this or we'll uh, try it again next week <laughs> Yeah. And the week after. Yeah. (laughs) No, I mean, try the same thing. (laughs) To keep trying the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, because we've been (laughs) trying to do good quality audio for almost (laughs) 600 episodes. Uh, We've, we've, we've had more good than bad. I'm honest, not that bad. So, but um, I want to just thank the community for letting us, you know, giving some feedback on that. Appreciate it. Um, Also, uh, yeah, so that's it. So we'll jump into this and we got some fun stuff to talk about today. Um, we'll start out, Rob, with uh, what have you now last week? I think you kind of let us down. You know, you, you you were talking about how work was all consuming, you know, and I told you you need to get your priorities straight. It's gaming, then work, right? So sure. did you follow that this week or no, did you no. just. <laughs> Right out the I, gate. Nope. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, ugh. I'll just leave it at that. Um, I, I, I can say the same thing work related. It's been yeah brutal, man. <laughs> it's been brutal. Yeah. And like everybody's back from the holidays for sure. <laughs> yeah. Cause the last two weeks have been horrid. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, with the combination of work, some other stuff, you know, projects at home that I take 
upon myself to do because I'm cheap <laughs> and I and I have YouTube to show me how to do it. It's yeah. like uh like in the past week I actually did uh LED down lights in my kitchen. So my kitchen freaking rocks now in terms of light. It's amazing. So that was uh, a bit of a job. Not well not too bad. And now I'm like I can do it in a dining room and I can do it in a front room. <laughs> Look out the rest of the house. <laughs> I know, right? At least the bottom floor. I don't I don't care about the bedrooms. But uh you know, did that and wound up uh putting up a toilet paper holder in the downstairs bathroom. Ooh, now that took some skill, I bet. Well, it was more so than did you, did you use YouTube to figure out how to do that one? Um sort of. Oh my gosh. <laughs> sort of. <laughs> Because what I was doing is there's uh the original toilet paper paper holder was uh one of those like inset ones that are like oh, okay. partially in the wall. Uh, okay. So I was just looking on YouTube at the installations for those just to see how they're attached. And once I knew that, because I I just want to know before I started taking it apart. And because no, yeah, it actually so it's a cut into the um into the little wall cavity there and then there's actually this piece of metal that goes in behind so it like clamps onto the drywall from front and back so i didn't know how it was held down so that just gave me an idea of what i was up against and then from my whole garage project that was this past year i i got very seasoned in doing drywall work and patching <laughs> and uh painting to match so but it just took time so i yeah. did those and uh the, the results are pretty good for, for both so I'm, I'm quite pleased but uh anyway we're talking about gaming not that kind of stuff <laughs> but uh yeah the, the gaming was pretty light so i just did my mobile stuff uh primarily i don't know if i even played anything otherwise um I'm pretty sure I didn't. I thought, didn't we have one night of Fortnite in? We might have. I think we did. For It wasn't long, but I think we played a couple of rounds one night. Yeah. It's it's all a blur. And I do, <laughs> I do want to mention, and uh, I, I brought this up to you, Mark, not, not on the show, but I will bring it up on the show now. The Costco brownie is pretty darn good. Oh, no. <laughs> don't tell me that so yeah i sent i think i said yeah i sent you a picture yeah uh, like a three and a half pound yeah, brownie. It's a three and a half pound brownie for like i think it's 12.99 it is brownie heaven and i'm not a huge brownie person but i can appreciate this brownie and uh i so my son's been eating it for i don't know about the past week now um he's got i mean i i ate a little bit of it not too much he ate the majority of it and i don't know if your kids do this but when they're eating something that they really like you know, like he kind of like dances in his chair <laughs> do your kids do that at all kind of like my youngest will yeah so he's just what a year older than with years yeah it's so. like yeah yeah they're over 18 months yeah, yeah. So he'll sit there and he'll do this like little kind of like 
dance in his chair. And that's, that's how I know if he's really enjoying something. <laughs> so it gets a big dance while he's eating it. So I know it's good. And the fact that I'm not a brownie person and I think it's pretty tasty. Um, you know. So I got to ask though, because in our house, there's one brownie. And that's the uh, Your brownie. So get it. You get it at Costco, um, but it's the Giardelli um, dark chocolate. Um, it's uh, you can buy it Is in it the a box. It's a, it's a mix. Yep. Okay. But and you can buy it at the Costco. But man, that is like the greatest brownie that that we we love it. Like that's all we ever make. So okay. I don't know. I'll I'll I'll, I'll look. I'll look at our Costco and see if uh, if we have that one that they make. We'll give it a shot. Yeah, apparently they I'll were let you know. Apparently they were testing it sometime last year in certain regions, and now it's spread out to more uh, regions. But I mean, you are like home base for Costco, kind of. Yeah, we are. <laughs> so I would think if any place has it, uh, you might have it up there. But it, you know, again. Even well, if I don't, if I don't have it in my store. I'm not too far from the headquarters store. Like you know, they have a huge store right by their headquarters. Okay. So is that like the test? It's not store that far away. Where they like test new things at all? I know. Well, I don't know, but if it if it was test, it probably was there. You know, so and- I actually haven't been in it. I've been. I dropped someone off there one day when I was actually in a meeting with them. <laughs> so okay. Um, but uh, yeah, we we ran over there, and uh, a coworker miner had to run in. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's a huge store, and I would imagine that anything new is probably tested out right there. So I could give yeah. it a quick little drive over there and check it out. And when I went there and I saw it, I actually did a drive. I looked at it and I put it back, and then I kind of like walked by it again, and I was looking at it, and then the third swing by it went in my cart but there was only like six or seven of them so it doesn't seem to be um you know it's not like the pumpkin pies when they have those there's like 200 of them well maybe there were 200 brownies and maybe all the others had already been picked up maybe and but anyways this is still not about gaming that's okay it's about food which is just as good sometimes but uh, yeah, it was so it was in the bakery section, and uh, I think most stores have that table or that um, counter that is yeah right in front of the bakery area. Yep, we have the one. breads and croissants. Th- that's where it was in my store. So all right, and that's also where the uh, peppermint bark usually was as well. Dude, I ate so much of that stuff that. I think we still have some now. I can't even, I can't touch it. Yeah. I, I go deep on it. Yeah. 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 And now it's just kind of like, even the thought of it, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing. It's so good. But uh, yeah, overdid it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just let it go a couple months. <laughs> It'll still <Yeah>. be good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, so, all anyway. right. So you played household chores yeah, and grocery yeah, shopping yeah. not not a whole lot although i did see that the new update for deep rock came out so ah, <gasps> uh, yeah a new biome yeah i do that yeah, yeah. A new biome is out they got some new monsters 
Um, looks pretty cool. And and now, is I watched. Uh, I don't know if it was the trailer or the dev stream because the developers they usually stream a couple times a week, uh, early in the morning for us because I know they're what in Sweden or somewhere there north of Europe. <laughs> okay, I guess Sweden's not really north of Europe, but uh, so yeah, they're in European time there, and uh, so I think it's like end of day, end of day end of day for them and it's early morning for us but anyway there was this thing it looked like a manta ray and the dwarf how, how would you not call sweden northern europe i'm sorry i just gotta how would you not call that northern europe it's not as north as i was thinking you know i was thinking more like what scandinavia like way up there oh it's right next to norway and finland yeah it's 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 what uh, you can't go much further okay <laughs> you got the what the uh norwegian sea is above them i mean there's there's nothing else okay <laughs> then let let's say that i, I know I'm, I'm nitpicking but you are. it's just gonna be like our our european uh listeners are gonna be like what <laughs> so yeah, it's it's north. I would call it northern Europe. <laughs> you're right. I gotta look it up now. You better look it up they're, if you're gonna No, oh, they're in Denmark. Okay. Which is even south of Sweden. Okay. <laughs> or so, directly I guess Denmark is uh to the little to the to the west. But Yeah. So anyway, there's this manta ray looking creature in there now, and then okay. the dwarf can grab it and like fly with it i don't know if you just hold on and it just goes wherever or if you can like direct it oh really but yeah that looked kind of neat so they uh they did make some changes with uh the new update so we'll, we'll have to give it a go this week and one thing i weekend. do wish i i do wish the leveling up for your player level. Well, no, I don't really care about the player level. I wish the leveling up of the character was a little faster than it is. Mm -hmm. You know, with, with trying to even get them um, promoted just the first time, that's a lot of gameplay. And then you're wanting to, you know, ultimately I'd like to get all of them at least promoted once, you know, to get, basically you could jump in any game and play as any character and, but it's a uh, it's a pretty big uh, grind there and like some of these people even their player levels are in the hundreds it's just like you know i feel like you and i have played a lot of this game and we're like what only 26 or something you player know, level so i was thinking about this um the other day because i was watching uh there's this one guy that puts up some content on youtube Oh man, what is his name? I think I send you some of his videos. He always says, uh, you know, can I get a yeah, the boys? YTB. Uh, okay. Do you, do you remember that? No, uh, that one doesn't sound familiar. So what the heck is his name? I'm trying to scroll through my YouTube subscription list here. 
quickly and uh, it's not working because I have too many, <laughs> too many things subscribed. But uh, anyway, so this guy like regularly streams Deep Rock uh, along with his buddies. And one of his buddies has a player level of 1216. Oh, quadruple digits. Wow. And I'm watching these guys and they are freaking tearing it up in there. They are like a well-oiled machine. And granted, they've played it a lot. They apparently play it a lot together because I don't think it was really any kind of, uh, you know, like listeners mixed in with them or not, you know, community members. I think it was just like a core group of guys that play regularly. And they were just like a well-oiled machine. They were just annihilating everything. And it was a hazard five. Wow. You and me can barely survive hazard three sometimes. <laughs> and, <laughs> sometimes we can't. Yeah. And, uh, you know, these guys are just tearing up and I was just watching them play and I'm like, man, these guys are good. And I'm watching like the main guy. Cause he was, you know, that was his view that you saw. And he's like switching between weapons or just like shooting at everything. And I, I did learn something. It's like they tend to shoot at things while they're far away. Whereas I always would shoot things when they're like in my face, <laughs> which <laughs> is probably not good, <laughs> but maybe it's my weapon because my shotgun type weapon that I have, it doesn't do a very good job at distance, but See, I, that, go ahead. but the, but even that level, so you can upgrade your weapons, but like if by time you've promoted your first promotion, if you've only invested the upgrades into that one character, you should pretty much have the upgrade that you want in each category. And in fact, you may have them all unlocked by then. So even a promotion or continued player levels, they're... I have yet to see anything that would add specs. So it has to be the forged items that is somehow improving your weapon. That's the only way to improve your weapon after you're, you fully spec'd it out is forging items. And I haven't seen any like of those. that really makes it super duper. Like I'm almost like adding them in just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. I have one. Oh, so oh, totally. Oh. Unless it's those deep dives where everybody really gets some really cool stuff and we haven't been very successful on those. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I, I found the guy's channel gaming for the recently deceased is, uh, is the channel on YouTube. And, uh, the, the one thing that I was thinking was that our progression is really slow. Granted, we haven't been playing it like a whole lot, like, like every day, a whole lot. Right. But I'm just wondering if we're doing it the hard way. You know, if there's something that we're missing, 
that makes the game easier or makes it a lot quicker to progress because there's times I'll play like two, three, four games before I even go up like one level. Right. You know, and it, or even more, even more than that. (laughs) So I I don't know. I wonder wonder if, so there's bonuses for playing the different hazard levels, but is that an XP bonus? You, you do get, yeah. So yeah, you have to be able to, so like, you know, sometimes depending, maybe if you played it on easy, you're still getting maybe the same XP, but yeah, no, I think there was, there's bonuses for the hazard level. So that's what I think going down to a lower level or an easier level would only make it even slower. You know, you're probably right. So yeah, I'll have to do some digging. Cause it just seems like, unless that's the only thing these people play, which no, they, you and I could both be accused of Fortnite. That's all we ever play. Yeah. No, but, but leveling up in that is like, you know, you could I, typically, I can go up a level every match. I'm at 140 something right now, and I could jump in today, play one round, and boom, I'll, I'll gain a level like every day because they have their daily uh, challenges that give you each 10,000 XP. It's like you do those three and it's like, boom, there you go. There's almost a whole level. Um, and if you complete one of the epic ones, it's like, boom, instant <laughs> upgrade. So I think maybe that's the problem is I'm so used to that. But Deep Rock does seem to have a slow level. Very grindy, but. Or slow the way we're doing it, which. Could be. Yeah. Very well could be. So yeah, uh, it's, yeah, we got to do some digging on that because, uh, man, I'd really like to be triple digits sometime this year. <laughs> there's got to be a better way. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> if um, you know, although like that one guy, it's easy. Like the game originally came out what in 2018, and it was in early access for years, and then I think in May of 2020 is when it went 1.0. And uh, you know, I guess if the guy was playing for two years it is possible to get a lot of points especially if you do those deep dives and the elite deep dives every week uh-huh i bet that could be a lot of points a lot of xp probably but uh yeah i'll, I'll have to send you the video to kind of check out it's okay. it's just interesting to watch these guys just the pros yeah i mean I, I watch them and I'm like, man, I suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could have told you that. <laughs> yeah. You do regularly anyway. Uh, Such abuse. All right. <laughs> you love it. So yeah. I played Fortnite. I did get to Fortnite in just about every day I've been playing. Um, again, I got to pop in. It's a couple of things. It's like I've never felt. It's weird. As much as I play this game. So I was sitting there today and I, I I brought up my Xbox and there's a whole bunch of new updates like like the gear. I think it's the Gears 5, um, Rainbow Six, Siege. There was uh, another big one that got an update. I'm trying to remember what it was. Um, so I, I'm thinking some of these Series X update versions have come out. Um, so that's kind of cool. But I'm sitting there looking at all this stuff that I haven't touched that I still need to play. And it's just Fortnite click. 
you know, it's like, I have to get in. I have to check what's new in the store every day. Um, I got to, I want to play my, uh, dailies. Um, and it's just like, I want to just play like this game brings me enjoyment. Like no other it it's man, they've really, and it's like, I look at other stuff and I'm just like, ah, it's just not that fun. And, and I think what's interesting about the Fortnite is, um, even like deep rock, I like deep rock, but man, some of those matches can take an hour, hour and a half, you know, and you're getting lost and it's, it's, you know, where Fortnite, it's always seems to be, there's always something to do. Like there isn't deep rock, but it's, it's different. Like, you know, you have, and what I like about both games is you do have your moments of like you're fighting and then you have your moments of, okay, let me get my resources. Let me get my wits gathered about me. Let me do a little, you know, searching around. Um, but Fortnite just feels a little bit more like you can jump in, you can play a game and jump back out in, in like less than 20 minutes. You know, I mean, you could be done in a minute <laughs> if, you, if you die right away. But even if you do a victory, if you get a win, you know, typically that's about a 20 minute match, I think. Sure. So it's not a huge time investment. So if I'm going to sit down and play Deep Rock, let that one time you and I, we were at it and all of a sudden you're like, we've been playing for four hours. And I was like, what? You know, uh, even one match. Is, and it's like, yeah, I think we'd only played four, maybe five games. So no, I, I think it. Didn't you count it? I thought you counted like eight or nine, but they do average around 45 minutes. Yeah. It just seems like it's a lot longer investment of time. It is. So where Fortnite just feels like I can pop it and you never do. I still play four or five hours, right? No, Mm -hmm. I don't play that much, but I still play several hours when I play Fortnite. It just feels like you're not, oh, it's just, you can easily say just one more, you know, where some other games it's like, uh, that's going to take me a little bit more time. Um, but I don't know. There's just something about it. I really love the game. Yeah, and Fortnite is more, at least battle Royale is more like uh, compartmentalized, right? Where you go in 15 minutes later, you're done. Or like you said, you yeah. or sooner. Yeah. Whereas, so it can be, yeah. Save the world is different, you know, cause save the yeah. world is like deep rock in, you know, where it's anywhere from like 20 to 45 minutes per game. Yeah. Just cause they're different. But, uh, yeah, I, I understand the appeal. I mean, that's the same kind of appeal that I have with uh, Clash Royale, where, you know, I can get a quick game in in like four minutes. And, I mean, there are never more than five. Yeah. So when you have, you know, you need that couple-minute break or there's a meeting that you're just waiting to start and you really can't do anything else, you know, just get a quick game in and get your anxiety up. <laughs> <laughs> stress yourself out a little bit before the meeting to put you on your a game there you go but um uh, also i've uh, been playing um so microsoft sudoku has released on uh, the in the apple store so i've been playing that um, it wasn't out no it was i believe it was on the pc a long time ago and now they've got uh, a new version that just came out on the iOS. So I've been playing that. Oh boy, has that been generous with achievements? <laughs> okay. If you like Sudoku, uh, but if you're an achievement completionist, um, be aware, this is just like some of the other Microsoft, like Solitaire and some other of their games where they have, 
basically to get all the achievements, you're going to have to play this game and complete every daily challenge for a year Ugh. to get the last. Cause there's like get 12, I want to say it's 12 gold medals and like eight silvers and something else. So basically you, you basically at the minimum have to play for a year and complete your, you know, or spend a couple of days each month knocking out all the challenges. So, because you can't, you can't go back to a previous month. Okay. Once the month, like at the end of the month, it's basically locked. So you want to make sure you get all your, all, all 30, whatever, anywhere from 28 to 31 days of challenges in, in that month before the new month starts. So, especially if you're trying to do the, all of them and get the platinum. So I think it's platinum. So, but I love the game. I've, I've done that with the solitaire, um, you know, so I, I'm sure I'll be playing this for the whole length of time. I'm doing it with another one too. I forgot what it is. There's another one, but, uh, anyways, just heads up. And then I also, and I, I won't be discussing it, but I did play deliver us the moon. Uh, oh, okay. I will say this. It's a heck of a lot better than last month's game. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Spoiler. I like it so far. I just will say I like it so far. Um, it's, it's good. So, but it's again, definitely well, different. Yes. In a good way. Yes. So, um, I, what we won't talk about it because we're saving that for the last episode of February. Again, that's the game of the month for TXL. So it is in Game Pass. If you haven't played it, uh, feel free to go grab it and play along with the community this month. Uh, the The post is pinned and as an announcement in our group. So you should be able to find it relatively easy. Uh, I noticed, was it yesterday or today? I noticed it wasn't at the top. And then I think it was an issue with Facebook because I did see it not too far down, but there was like recent news items above it yet it still showed it as a, as an announcement. So I'm like, well, this is supposed to be at the very top. So hopefully it returns there <laughs> soon. Um, but, uh, or maybe it was just my feed where it was messed up, but I noticed it wasn't at the very top, but it should be there hopefully for you, at least in the top couple, um, delivers the moon. It's in game pass. So check it out. And that's what I played this week. About how many hours in are you like three hours? Maybe. Um, two hours, three hours. Can <laughs> do, do I dare answer that? Um, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna admit <laughs> I'm using a guide. Jeez. <laughs> oh, it's because the game and this, I'll explain this why. So the game is like my understanding. It's about a seven, eight hour game. Um, okay. it yeah. is. And I know that if I don't use a guide on this, I'm never going to get through it because it is a, you know, walk around, try to figure out what you're supposed to do. It is a, it, so far, it's basically a puzzle all the way. And there's some things that I've done that I'm like, I would have never figured out what I was supposed to do. And I would have quit already. Okay. So I, I, you know, I'll, I'm stupid. I'm dumb. Whatever you want to say. I don't care. Yes. Yes. So be it. 
but I want to get through. I want to make sure I'm trying to do this for the community here. Yeah. I want to get through the whole thing. And so that I can talk about it, you know, but my experience is going to be a little different because I am using a guide um, uh, that I'm reading along about how to get through these kind of, you know, there's some time, there's things that are timed um, and is, you know, knowing what I'm supposed to do really helps and it, it allows me to enjoy the story. Um, I do think the end of chapter one actually was really cool. Um, so I'll, I'll, and I don't think this is a spoiler. Uh, this isn't a spoiler. I, I will just say this part. What I, what I kind of found really cool was the, when you, cause you start out on earth and you got to get to the moon, right? So you got to get in a rocket ship, the launching the rocket. Sequence, oh yeah. I actually found that really neat. That was a pain. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, but I found it neat. It was like you, it's not just like get in and hit a button and you launch your rocket. Hit they the make you do things. It's just launch. Yeah, right. Like most games would like this one. There's a sequence and they don't tell you. Well, they, they, the, the instructions are there in like a couple places. Well, yeah. Yeah. When um, you walk in, it's also, I think in the capsule. The- it's, yeah, yeah. It's at the very beginning of the game, and they're <laughs> they're like, "Oh, remember this?" Uh, but no, it is in the capsule where you're sitting. But still, it's kind of like you're looking at it, and you're like, "Okay, it's not a, it's not, uh, it's not necessarily obvious." So you're trying to kind of match that drawing to what you're looking at in front of you. And some things are a little obvious, some things are not. Um, but then you catch subtleties. Um, You'll figure it out, but it took me a couple of times. Yeah, same here. Um, but uh, it w- what it was, it was still like, that was really neat because um, even the guy didn't tell me, you know, what to do. It just said, look at this, you know, look in the capsule and you'll see. Um, so I still was trying to figure it out, but it was neat because it's like, oh, you're doing things. So it actually felt like you're really like what an astronaut would really do. Like they don't just get in and hit a button and it goes, you know, there's a lot of steps to it. And I thought that was really neat. It, I really enjoyed that aspect so far. So, but, um, yeah, it's just, you know, you got zero G you've got all kinds of different things, uh, making it challenging and, and fun. And it's, I think the game looks, it's a good looking game. Yeah, it's well you done. know, yeah, it, it's so far it's really good. So, I'm very curious about what's going on in the story and I'm looking forward to seeing what's happening. So, um, yeah, when, when you first start the game out, you're like, uh, what was it? Are you in like Russia or something like that? I don't remember where it started off, but it, it's like, you're in a windstorm. Yeah. And I was like, man, these graphics are kind of hokey. <laughs> you know, it just, yeah. I, I, I wasn't sure what I was in for, but, uh, you know, it, uh, it it definitely redeemed itself after yeah. you get out of that first area. And, well, yeah, you're in a sandstorm, so. Yeah. But um, it doesn't look bad. It's not, you know, don't expect next gen. Um, but it, it def- the game looks good. It yeah, plays it's well. Yeah. It's uh, got really good puzzles. It's got a really good story so far. Um, this is one I definitely going to be playing uh, to the end. So, 
I'm enjoying it, and we'll talk a lot about it uh, at the end. So yep, yep. get it in if you can, um, because our last show will be, we will, it will be kind of spoiler for that particular game as we're going to discuss it. And it's been out long enough. It's not brand new, so we're not really too worried about it, but we just yeah, won't discuss so, it for the next few weeks. But so, I did play, so. So we'll talk about it, what, probably, so this is 95, 96, 97, on 598, probably. That's the what one. What are we in now? We're on 595. And 98 yeah, is going to be on the 25th. So get it, get your gaming in before the yep. 25th. So we got uh, and, about four weeks. And share your comments. You can post comments in the announced through our, our pinned thread there on our group. Anything you want to share about the game or talk about, it's free reign. Um, things you want to share with us, and we will we will read those off. Uh, in that in episode 598 mm-hmm. as we're going through our review we want to share your thoughts and comments uh, you can post there or send us voicemails either way yeah i was just going to mention you know because I, I know a lot of our listeners aren't on facebook for one reason or another so um you know well, if, i wish we weren't as well <laughs> so if if you're not on <laughs> facebook then uh you know please send us an email at contact this xbox life or a voicemail through our website or just do a recording and send that to contact at this Xbox life and we'll play it on the show. So definitely want to hear from you. You, you. Like, like I said, you know, don't let not being on Facebook hinder you from letting us know. Yeah. All right. Um, and uh, wherever you listen to us, please rate us five stars or thumbs ups or whatever uh, helps get us noticed out there and bring in more, more community members and, listeners also you can like we mentioned uh, we do have a facebook group um and um you can reach us via emails as rob mentioned all right um i think it's time let's get into discussion time uh so this one rob i thought so we titled this making money right i think that's what we titled it and uh, boy, is Microsoft rolling in it. So Microsoft posted their quarterly uh, earnings and uh, the Xbox department is uh, really helping things along for sure, um, which is really, really awesome. So the latest uh, released or the latest console release, the Series X and S, uh, helped Microsoft hit a new mark for gaming revenue. They actually topped $5 billion during the December quarter, which is up 51% year over year. Now, that's not too terribly surprising because uh, last year we didn't have a new console uh, last December. So this, this, this December we did. So that's kind of, that's expected. Um, but their the gaming arm uh, boosted its fiscal second quarter results, which beat analysts' expectations as overall revenue climbed seventeen percent to more than forty three billion dollars. And get this, profits rose thirty three percent to fifteen point five billion dollars. Rob, that's profit in one quarter yep so this the first thing i thought of was 
wait a minute. Weren't, weren't you and I just talking a few episodes ago about the uh, upcoming ZeniMax Bethesda purchase that Microsoft is going through sure. the approval process right now? Mm-hmm. And I think they paid seven or seven and a half billion for that. And we were talking and like, you know, I know we, I remember we had a pretty big conversation about this of like, well, are they, is Microsoft going to make all those games exclusive and only relaunch, launch them on Xbox and PC or because they spent so much money, maybe they're going to have to put them on other, on other systems just to make their money back. I think in my opinion, this just answered that question. They got yeah. in profit only more. They got more than double in one quarter what they just spent on Zenimax. I don't think that Microsoft feels is going to feel the need to put these games, the the Bethesda Zenimax games, on any other platform other than Xbox and PC. And at this point, I'd be really surprised. Now, notwithstanding the games that have already are are in development and are already being developed for Sony, right? Those are going to go to Sony. We know that. But anything else is probably going to end up as exclusives. What do you think? Do you think that that points to that or is that just a pipe dream? Well, I don't think that they're going to be motivated by, well, I don't think that they're going to be in the stance of, oh, we have to do it because of financial reasons to cover the purchase. You know, they're, they're definitely not going to be in that kind of uh, position. And, and I agree if there's contractual reasons why they have to do it, um, you know, for stuff that, you know, Bethesda, Zenimax, whoever, Arcane, Machine, whatever the company is, you know, if there were contractual reasons why they have to release the game on, on different consoles, they can. But at this point, it's, you know, what? Uh, I think we're just talking that there's 15 companies, right, in Xbox Game Studios. And yeah, these are going to be like, what, five more? Um, like, I what? think at least. Yeah. So, so they're, yeah, they're just going to be part of the 20 some companies in Xbox game studios and they make games primarily for Xbox and that's where it's going to be. Well, if, if the, if, if you feel that, so to our listeners are out there going, no, you know, the guys they've got, you know, you're looking at it like, well, 15.5 billion, that's company wide. And my, uh, the Xbox is spending half of that just on this one acquisition. You know, as a company, they they probably still, you know, that still cuts the profit down for everybody. So maybe we need more data, right? The, the point to our to prove our point. And I've got that right here. So so we're going to take that and we'll take, okay, we'll say they say no, we think it's still going to release on Sony because, you know, that still brings that money down overall. Um, but Microsoft had stated that the Series X and S was the company's largest console launch yet, easily topping the 2013 launch of the Xbox One, which had already broke records for the previous launch of, of 360. So we don't have numbers. They're not sharing numbers, but they said it, it easily toppled that, which 
kind of surprised me considering all of the um, hardware problems trying to get our hands on them still to this day. Yeah, yeah. You can't buy one. Um, I didn't think they had that many out there, but I don't know. Maybe maybe they did. Um, and again, they had a worldwide launch, so it, which could be another reason why mm-hmm. we're having a harder time getting here because there was they had to take some and spread it out for the whole worldwide. So um, also content and services revenues increased 3.5 billion up 40 percent. And that's coming from growth in third party titles, first party titles and Xbox Game Pass subscriptions. So Game Pass is really proving to be um, a force to be reckoned with. And 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 here's, I'm going to, I got more proof, got more facts coming at you. I'm not just making stuff up, folks. Uh, Microsoft announced in November that after the Series X and S launch, that 70% of its new consoles had ended up tied to a Game Pass subscription. That is huge numbers 70 percent of people that bought a con a new console have ended up being tied to a game pass subscription you know that that is pretty impressive um i don't even know i don't know what even xbox live gold was like originally when it came out it was not those types of percentages um i know gold was what like 56 million subscriptions somewhere along along there so game pass is approximately a quarter and in in xbox lives have been out since the original xbox mm-hmm. and game pass has been out a year <laughs> yeah, yeah so to further again to further prove this game pass which reached 15 million subscribers as of September 2020, um, has now, uh, wait a minute, where'd that number go? I read that in another one. Anyways, they are now, is in December, they've, uh, they've exceeded 18 million subscribers. So within a, with just within one quarter, Game Pass has gained 3 million subscribers. And, you know, so we're at up to 18 million people now on Game Pass. And I was listening to um, a YouTube guy that I like to listen to who was discussing this. And he was just like, he pointed out that Microsoft has got 18 million subscribers into a, uh, a subscription service. And we don't have the next Halo. We haven't seen a Halo in six years. We The Forza games have been in development for uh, over a year and a half. Like we haven't got a new Forza. The gears that's in there is not new. It's been out for a good long time. So, you know, you look at their big AAA head, you know, big franchises. They're not even, we don't even have any new ones in the service. And they still got 18 million people in there. So just think about when Halo comes out and the new gears comes out. And when they start, when, when you get all these, developers that microsoft has purchased and they start putting triple a content on a regular basis into game pass this it's going to explode i mean it's just going to continue to grow this is on a very good path right now and again it's bonus for for gamers of of 
you know, the Xbox because it is, it's great just to go, Oh, the medium's in here. I don't have to pay 60 bucks for it. I can play it if I want, just install it. You're good to go. Deep rocks in there. Yeah. Um, deliver us. The moon is in there. Yep. You know, um, that's one thing I love about game Pass is uh, uh, the little acre was in there. There's, we can go in and play things that we normally wouldn't purchase. Um, the lat, tell me why I played that game. I would have not bought that, but I played it and gave it a shot through game pass. And it was a good game. You know, it was, it was different. It was a unique, it had a, an amazing story to it. Um, and you know, the, so I'm getting that we're all getting the opportunities to play something new, different, and there's not that risk of, oh man, I just wasted this money. So I I'm, I'm just stoked. So again, you take those types of things that I think they all add up that this acquisition at this point, I would, I don't see a reason that Microsoft needs to put any of these games on other systems. I think they just need to keep focusing on their own. Uh, they're spending the money, bring it home, you know, spend that money at home. And, uh, you know, if you build it, they will come, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now are, are we kind of done with this? Unless you got any of that. I mean, that, that so, wraps up kind yeah, of the so, numbers. So I, I want to branch off on something you had just said real quick. And that's that could Microsoft, which has been taking some chances, right? They've been taking chances with some of the things that they've done, you know, having, you know, purchased all the game studios, having purchased, uh, you know, Zenimax, um, you know, doing the whole cloud service, doing the whole um, game pass thing, right? They they had been taking some chances with stuff. You know, you don't really know if it's going to work out. Could another chance uh, be that they will, you know, use Zenimax to start producing content for other systems do you see that being in the realm of possibility because up until now right the whole world revolved around exclusives right because you know in in the beginning that's all that you had right you had exclusives you know you had you know i'll, I'll go way back into like the first systems at least that we remember, like the Ataris, the Intellivisions, the ColecoVisions, um, whatever, Odyssey, right, know, whatever right. else was out at the time. You know, everything was an exclusive because, you know, everybody pretty much made their own games. And then came the likes of Activision and some of these game-making studios where you could get River Raid on different platforms, right? Right. And we've continued that similar type of stuff through today where you have the companies like Call of Duty is everywhere, right? Um, you know, Battlefront, you know, there's a whole bunch of games, Fortnite, right? It's it's available on so many different platforms, everything from mobile to 
the different consoles, the PC, whatever. Now, can the next step be that Microsoft goes, hey, we have our exclusives, but we are all about gaming and we will continue to provide games for Sony. Can that be, or and Switch, can that be the next step in the evolution of gaming where we kind of get away from the hardware platforms and instead Microsoft does like gaming as a service? But see, that's not, yes, I think, because I do, you know, Phil Spencer has been very gamer-centric, um, doesn't like splitting the gaming community, mm-hmm. you know, um, and he stated he, you know, before we've heard them, you should be able to game on whatever platform you want to. Um, and so you can still make this stuff for the Xbox, right? Mm-hmm. And not, so let's just say, um, uh, the Wolfenstein, what, four, right? Okay. Three. Three. Well, okay. So we'll say the next Wolfenstein game that comes out. Um, they could release it like they have in the past. Bethesda made them for PlayStation and, and Xbox. But now that Microsoft owns them, they don't have to produce no, a PlayStation version. That's right. But they can still, with the, with the power of the cloud, Game Pass, you can still, if they can get their... Um, and they don't even need to really worry about Sony in getting the Game Pass app on the Sony, which if you could, if they would allow it, then you can pay for Game Pass and play all these Game Pass games on your on your Sony because you're streaming them from the cloud. So it doesn't matter what your platform is, but you can all, but you're also, they're making these available to PC gamers. Um, and then again, with the cloud, it won't really matter what your PC is. You won't need the latest, greatest video card sure. to run it because everything is being streamed. So again, you're kind of just by doing that, you're going to bring in, you can get, Nintendo gamers, you can get Sony gamers that still play on their PlayStation, but now go, wow, I've got a PC. I could pay for Game Pass and play all these Xbox PC games right on my PC. So now you've got a Sony gamer still on PS Plus, still buying their PlayStation, but also now subscribing to Xbox Game Pass. And that's all Microsoft needs. They're going to get more money out of that than by selling a $60 version of a game written for the PlayStation. Sure. Because once you get somebody in and they're hooked, I, I, and I don't know what the stats are. I know Netflix, they fluctuate a lot up and down. But if you've got as many studios as Microsoft has and you keep original content coming in and you keep bringing in indie content and now we've got EA uh pl- EA Play, I think that's what it's now called. Um, you can play EA games as part of it. Um, you know, if you get Ubisoft in there, which you know Microsoft's going after all these devs trying to get them to bring their stuff to Game Pass, you, you know, you don't need to necessarily... It's still exclusive, but it's still available to anybody 
that subscribes to Game Pass wherever you can play Game Pass, like PC or Android tablets, right? Mm-hmm. Your Android phones, your tablets, sure. your that's coming to iOS. Uh, you know, it, it kind of negates that it has to be exclusive for the Xbox hardware. It's now an exclusive to the Xbox environment, you know, to to their um, in their or to Microsoft. It's a Microsoft exclusive. So if you pay for the service, you can play it. I think that's kind of where this is going. Does that make yeah. sense? Oh, absolutely. It the thing I was kind of wondering was, is there going to be an evolution? Is there going to be a change from the norm moving forward? And, uh, you know, we are in a period where again, Microsoft has taken some chances. Not everything will stick probably. Right. You know, things will not work out. It's jury's still out on the whole cloud business. <laughs> Right, especially with the news of Stadia cutting back a little bit. You know, the service is still out, but they shut down their game studios. So it's like, what is... is there was a follow-up question that I was going to ask you that I'm kind of delving into right now. Okay. Um, and that's basically like, you know, with xCloud, with Stadia, with what, GeForce Now or NVIDIA Now, whatever it's called... You know, there's a couple of services that, you know, do the gaming in the cloud. Um, there's been the one in, what, was Gaikai and then OnLive or something like that? Yep. That's what, what Sony bought. Like, Sony, Sony bought Gaikai. Yeah. OnLive was purchased by somebody. I don't remember who. I'm pretty sure they were bought out, too. Yeah. So... And aren't they using that uh, Gaikai for their backwards compatibility stuff, right? Of the old, with old games, I don't remember. That I don't know. Yeah, but anyway, so you know w- what's going on with this stuff? What's the adoption rate? Because personally, you know, I've had you know I'm Android. I've had access to XCloud for a long, long time since the beta. And I haven't touched it in forever. Maybe that's because I don't travel. I don't go any, I don't go anywhere. Maybe that's all due to the whole, you know, COVID junk that's going on. But, uh, you know, I'm curious to know like what the adoption rate is and, you know, the whole NVIDIA offering, I know that they've got it, but is anybody using it? Stadia, has been out for at least a year now, I think. I forgot exactly when they came out. I heard the service is pretty good. I've tried it. It's okay. Um, but, you know, them shuttering their game development studios because they had, what, two studios that they were going to develop content with, and then they had the service. So they shut down the two game studios, so now it's just the service. The service is not going away at the moment. Um, and then they're going to try to bundle the service somehow with, you know, the publishers, you know, what exactly does that mean? Like, Hey, you buy, um, I don't know, like, uh, Diablo four, whenever that comes out, not this year (laughs) from what we're reading earlier before the show, 
But, uh, you know, if Diablo 4 comes out in 2022, you know, how cool would that be to say, hey, you get this game and you can play it on Stadia for free? You know, they could potentially bundle it. But anyway, it's, I'm, I'm really curious to know if anybody's even taking advantage of this stuff. Is it worthwhile? to use or is it just that one feature that they spent lots of cloud money on and it didn't go anywhere or again here's here's another part and i know i'm doing all the talking i'm not even letting you (laughs) letting you talk i apologize but uh is it just because we are the big gamers right we have the series x's you know we snatch that stuff up immediately and we play on the consoles so we don't need it and plus we work from home and don't go anywhere <laughs> that doesn't help yeah because they've always said that the big market for the cloud stuff is you know in you know in areas where the latest hardware isn't as accessible or too expensive or whatever yeah you know any any thoughts on that like was cloud gaming a gamble that isn't paying off or is this just the first incarnation? I think it's just the first incarnation. I I think this is the way it's going to be. Um, it's, this is the first, this is, um, the beginning of it. And even though there's not, you know, not everyone has broadband. It's like everyone is streaming music. Everyone is streaming Netflix and Hulu's and Amazon's and, you know, it, all those video services, and there's tons of them. It's like, everyone's coming out with their own. Even the big networks are coming out with their own services. You know, um, it, it's the way of the future. Xbox is just makes sense. Um, you know, for TV and movies, it's all doing the same thing. Um, look at your cable. How many people get their cable through their ISP now, right? Or your cable company has become your ISP. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it's essentially the same thing. You're, everything is just streaming now to us. So this just makes sense. And it opens up doors for bigger an audience for the cut for like Microsoft. So if you, you can't get, you know, you can have people like, nope, Sony, I'll die Sony. But if you give them a service and the opportunity is like, cause they're still gamers and you go like, you know what? You want to play Halo? Well, you can, you can play it on your, your iPad or your uh, Android tablet or your PC, which everyone has, or, you know, or maybe even your Mac, you know, it's, um, it's available because it's a service. It, it's not requiring you to install on your machine. It's not requiring, you know, you to have specific hardware, you know, that that's just look at like reading a book. You can read a book without the book and you can read it on all types of devices. You can watch movies on all kinds of devices, TV shows on all kinds of devices. You know, that that's just where everything's going. Why would games not go the same route? Sure. So, you know, cloud is huge. Microsoft is making bundles from Azure, um, you know, and I think it just. I feel like they've kind of slowed down. I thought we were going to get a lot of X cloud stuff. Doesn't seem like we're hearing a whole bunch about it, but they're still working on it. They're still doing things with it. 
Um, heck, they might be doing stuff now. We don't even realize it. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, cause right now X cloud or whatever it's called now, game pass ultimate. It's, um, it's all running Xbox one hardware. So their next thing is to do the switch, right. To make it, uh, the new generation. Yeah. So that's so. probably the next big thing that we'll hear from them. And what I, I, what timing is that? You know, they come out with it right before a console launch, and then they have to switch out the back end hardware. Yeah, like, it was probably all planned, though. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, we'll we'll see where this goes. You know, um, we could say that it's a great time to be uh, a video gamer, right? Yeah. A lot of options Here. coming up. Yep. Good games. And honestly, I, I hope Sony goes down the same path. Because if Sony provided an online service where you could play their games on on PC or tablets, I could see myself playing some of their games through my PC through a service of theirs. They've sure. got a lot of great games that other gamers would love to play. You know, I, I want to, you know, I, and it, it still allows these companies to still have their exclusives, but it's a way you're providing access to the exclusive through a service stills allows you to get your money and to build your customer base. There's no reason we can't have Xbox and Microsoft people both support both companies or I'm sorry, what you there's, let me put it this Gamers should be able to support as many companies as they want, play the games that they want yep. without having to buy all the different hardware. And that hardware is the barrier for a lot of people, you know, because mm-hmm. um, I would love to play some new Sony games, but I, to buy another $500 box for just a couple games, that's, that's a lot. That's a big pill to swallow. If I can just pay $10 a month to play them, even if it's just streaming on my PC or something. That's a lot easier. That that then I can jump in and play for a few months, back back out, or come back in later, whatever. Sure. But I can get a lot of gaming in before I hit that five hundred dollar price. Oh yeah, you know. And Sony's got a new customer, so yeah, because you know, like like I was kind of alluding to before, where it used to be for the last you know since the late seventies, early eighties, in order to get the gamer into your ecosystem, you created the hardware and that was the only hardware that those games were played on. That's how you had them. But now the hardware, at least from the Microsoft aspect is not as important anymore. Instead, it's the services like Xbox live game pass. That's where the money's at. That's where the recurring money's at because the console is a one-time deal, right? And you probably sold it at a loss. Exactly. At least in the beginning until the second or third revision comes out. Maybe then you need some money. So yeah, you pay your people to make a game. You got people, you got people subscribing, you know, who buys year subscriptions at a shot. That's guaranteed money from millions of people you know you're you're gonna 
you don't you don't necessarily you pay for the game or whatever, but you're not necessarily especially when you own the companies, you're not paying for like the exclusive extra money up front to a third party to make an ex- or a second party. I guess that that'd be a second party game, you know, to to make it exclusive, or you're not having to pay for those exclusivity deals, and you can bring in a larger audience because the game's available to anyone. Essentially, anyone that wants to play it on your platform, um, you're not necessarily paying a third party when you have your own content. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, yeah, like yeah. Netflix, like Netflix spends billions of dollars for their their Netflix originals, and a lot of them are really good. And it brings a lot of it brings those things. The things tend to bring people to the services. You know, it's not it's not the stuff that you can watch anywhere else. It's the original content and you've got to keep that going. And that's what Microsoft's doing with all these developers. They're securing the ability to put out original Microsoft slash Xbox content to the service on a very freak, more frequent, regular basis, instead of relying on indie or third party to come in and make deals with them to put their content there, Mm -hmm. which they still want, right? But I'll bet you that if Sony was to launch an online service like this, their own type of Game Pass type of thing, that Ubisoft and and EA would also be allowed to put their stuff there. You know, it depends on how all the deals are done, but you know, that's going to be the type of thing that the third parties are going to want theirs on all the services. You know, so you're still going to end up having to have original content to drive people to come pay for your service. And that's what Microsoft is doing now, even though, and I think I got off track, wouldn't surprise me, but I was going to mention earlier about internet service and just because not everyone, you know, not everyone, that's one of the things you hear. Well, not everyone has broadband. Not everyone has, you know, gigabit internet. That's true, but that's not stopping people from still subscribing to Netflix. People still do it. Yep. It still works. You know, (laughs) Um, also with 5g, um, supposedly going to be able to, um, compete with, you know, your, your current landlines at high speeds. Also, um, is it Starlink, um, from SpaceX or SpaceX? Well, Starlink's its own company, yeah, right? But yeah. it, isn't it still owned by, uh, Mr. They're launched guy? By, yeah, they're launched by SpaceX. So, um, which is, uh, Musk, Elon Mm -hmm. Musk. So I think they just, in fact, last night they launched, uh, another Starlink, uh, uh, rocket. I watched it. That's pretty cool to see it launch at night, but like, and it was just like, what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago, they launched one and threw out like 140 satellites into the sky at one shot. It was just like, wow, that was pretty impressive. But they put up a whole bunch of Starlink stuff. So in the Starlink, um, internet service, which is satellite based, but it's that's supposed to rival um, the G5, you know, cell networks that are coming out or 5G. Sorry. Um, so they're, they're the the bars or the, the the you know the bars getting lower, so to speak. So for people that are in uh, rural areas that don't have high speed, it's still coming. It's that type of stuff is being developed and new technologies are coming out to provide that. So 
you know, it, it, there's the, that's a lot more available today than it ever has. And it continues to grow. So again, going to the cloud just makes sense. That's where everything's going. For good or bad. Personally, I can see the, for me, the bad is the security issues, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, I deal with every day. <laughs> so yes. got those concerns, but as for a convenience, oh my goodness, I love it. I love it. The cloud is like amazing. So, yeah. Oh yeah. But all right. Any, anything else you wanted to talk about? No, I've, uh, I've tangented us uh, enough. All right. I'm well, good for this show. <laughs> then let's get into my next favorite section. Okay, Rob, Rob, Rob. What you got for us to tell? What you got? What you got? What you got? What you got? Give us a list of things that we can buy and play. Okay, Rob. All right, for the week of February 3rd through the 5th. Yeah, 3rd through the 5th. That's only three days this week. I wonder why. Usually it's four days. Anyway, uh, it's a fairly light week. Not a whole ton of stuff. So I'll just rip through these real quick if you don't mind. On the 3rd. We had Get to 10 Quest. This reminds me of that game, what, 2048? Sort of, where you're, it's got numbers all over and you combine them, but this looks like it's some kind of different spin on it because all the numbers are in the single digits. And like every number is a different color. So it's uh, some kind of six by six grid of numbers that you puzzle out in one way or another. Then we have Hebroxia 2. On the third, moving on to the fourth, Project Winter uh, came out. This is Play Anywhere and Game Pass. It's an eight-person multiplayer game focused on social deception and survival. That's kind of a weird combo, right? An eight-player multiplayer game? Usually it's four. Interesting. It's a perfect game to backstab your friends. Huh, nice. So you you make sure to play with uh, your buddy that uh, you know gets butt hurt easily, <laughs> <laughs> and you drive him crazy. Anyway, uh, Werewolf the Apocalypse Earthblood. Uh, this is optimized for Xbox Series X and S. This is on the fourth. Came out uh, what today? Glittering Sword comes out on Friday, along with Rumbo First Blood. This is the game Dude, I'm all over you were admiring. <laughs> and oddly, hey, Xbox One X enhanced. Yes, I was just going to say. So it doesn't uh, look like it from the screenshot, but dude, how could you? You got to read this. No mind. Okay. You got to read this description so people understand sure. what you're talking about. Rumbo First Blood is a comedic top down stealth action game about being a robot vacuum cleaner and fending off burglars from your home a short experimental game and the first in the justice sucks series. <laughs> You're a Roomba <laughs> fighting burglars. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> it's so corny. Yep. Oh. And the graphic that we've got, that screenshot, is is that like robot carrying a knife? <laughs> I can't, I, it's hard to tell. <laughs> I can't tell. Let me see if I can get some more. Ah, oh, man. No screenshots <laughs> on uh, xbox.com. It's <laughs> with Game Pass, or maybe it's a sale. I don't know. Xbox Lives. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, no, it's a sale. It's six minutes left in the sale. So sorry, folks, you missed out. It's 20% off at $3.99. So it's a four it's a five dollar game normally. I I gotta you gotta look at some of the <laughs> some of the images. <laughs> I'm like just doing an image search. <clears throat> and there's this guy dead on the ground, just blood splattered everywhere, and the little Roomba's sitting there right next to him. <laughs> yeah, apparently this game came out in 2019. And yeah, uh, I, I see a screenshot with him with a knife. Yeah, just carrying a knife. It looks like uh, you can spin room fans up, and they. They like, uh, you know, kill the burglars and oddly enough, it splatters blood all over the place when you kill them. And then when the Roomba drives over the blood, it cleans it. <laughs> nice. So I wonder if you're supposed to, uh, you know, kill the burglars and then uh, clean up afterwards. Who knows? Well, I would hope so. Yeah. It came out in uh, August of 2019. So it's been out for a while. And, oh, it it comes out in uh, six minutes. That's why the sale. It's a a pre-order sale. Save $1. So, yeah, that's... $1. Better get it, Rob. Yeah, so I think that's it. That is it for the week. Not a whole lot. And uh, I don't really know if there is a shiny penny. (laughs) No this week maybe maybe that project winter that that kind of looks interesting to me i i've heard some chitter chatter about werewolf but i really dude roombo is where it's at man yeah that's the shiny penny (laughs) well let's just say shiny penny or something all righty well um do you have anything else rob that you want to talk about this week no one more thing this week okay all right well we want to uh thank learned your lesson for the music um we will be back next week with another exciting show i am mark aka wingman 709 taking off i'm rob also known as pre-star thanks for listening everybody catch you all next week